0: Hey everybody, welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David. Thank you so much for joining us. There's a lot of podcasts in the world. There's a lot of weed podcasts in the world and you are here with me and I appreciate that. Uh, really great episode today. We have Nick of the Bloomwell Group, which is the leading cannabis company in Germany. Fascinating look at where Germany and the rest of Europe is with cannabis. Germany marching steadily towards legalization now out researching, exploring the best way to do that. What they've learned from California and the rest of the world. Uh, Nick and the BlueMall Group are really innovators, trailblazers. Did a lot of firsts in Germany, uh, and really are at the head of the e-commerce section e-commerce movement in germany uh germany fascinating stuff they uh, there's no cultivation so nick is totally vertically integrated except cultivation Uh, and so everything is being imported so fascinating look at international cannabis economy as well Uh, it's a really great episode guy kind of different i learned a lot of stuff in this episode i learned a ton you're gonna learn a ton tune in listen up get acquainted Nick, how are you, man? Nice to see you again. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Brendan. Great to be here. And it's a pleasure being here. I'm really excited to jump into everything Germany cannabis, um, but maybe let's start just with an easy one. What is the Bloomwell Group?
1: Yeah, um, the Bloomwell Group is actually Germany's biggest cannabis company. We have more than 250 employees. We have three entities under the Bloomwell umbrella. And what we have built during the last two years is a one-stop solution for cannabis patients in order to get access to the medicine, what was very much needed in Germany because we estimate that only 2% of uh, doctors in Germany ever had contact with medical cannabis, not being an expert, but only contact, right? Um, So what we saw back in the days is that we need to have a platform which actually grants access to that treatment, which is necessary, right? Um, just very quick under the Bloomwell umbrella, on the one hand side, um, we have Iliosante, which is ba- basically our product development unit, also wholesale and distribution unit, importation for medical cannabis products. Um, the second entity under the Bloomwell umbrella is Algeria Care, Europe's biggest telemedicine platform for cannabinoid um, based treatments. More than 10,000 patients actually on the platform, more than 90 doctors, and we also have 24. Locations in Germany for the onboarding um, consultation with the doctor, right? Uh, that is something you need to do in Germany because of the regulations. So the first appointment will be on site uh, with the doctor. And after that, we see him gone in out.
0: person at least once, right? Yeah. <coughs> Interesting. After that,
1: last but not least, um, Breezy Brands. Is our last company under the Blumwell umbrella completing the vertical integration, um, which is a lifestyle and community brand. Actually, the, the first customer-facing THC brand in Germany, even under the medical umbrella. Why? Because we also have online pharmacy integrated. So basically. Bloomberg Group as a platform is a one-stop shop. You get treated, we store the product, we import the product, and we deliver it also to your home, everything from, um, from your couch, basically, right? Within within uh, 24 to 48 hours. So even if we take cannabis out of the equation, uh, this is a revolutionary model for the medical space
0: in general. Just logistics in general. Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. Um, so... You mentioned vertical integration. One part that's definitely missing there is the cultivation piece. Um, I know there's no cultivation in Germany currently. You you talked about import. Why did Germany decide to do that?
1: I mean, we have cultivation in Germany, but it's very highly regulated, right? So what we have in Germany, are three cultivators, two of them are Canadian Aurora, for example, and one of them is, is, is a German company. But they are only allowed to cultivate up to 2.6 tons annually, which is basically nothing. The, the German market in total imported 20 tons uh, last year. Uh, so compared to the to the recreational market, which is coming up, probably we estimate in 2024 um, the demand there will be 400 tons on the spot first year, right? So what? Why? Why we don't? Why we are not? cultivating cannabis or why we don't want to be a cultivator is that we have very strong partnerships within the European Union and also overseas, of course, in Canada, right, Portugal, Spain, for example, and we believe that cultivating cannabis in Germany is something what is not very like efficient and also um, when it comes to pricing, which will be a key factor when we are talking about successful legalization is pricing right because if we want to drain the illicit market we need solid pricing and we estimate that dispensary pr- prices and also that's what uh, what politicians estimate and also what something what will be included in the in the draft uh, of the law is that we estimate prices to be around 10 euros in the dispensaries in order to be competitive with the illicit market with the labor costs in Germany with the energy costs. And, you know, we don't have the best weather in Germany, to be honest. So um, we don't think that cultivation in Germany will be a key factor. And we don't, we don't see Germany being the hub for cannabis cultivation in Europe. So there is something about cultivation and I'm, I'm not a, cultivator never did that right that's not an expertise we have in a team Um, everything what comes after cultivation from product development procurement that is interesting for us and that's also what we're doing we see ourselves as a hub. Right Um, sourcing different kind of partners all over the world to bring uh, to bring cannabis into Germany and to distribute it here, not being a cultivator too risky for us too asset heavy we want to stay lean. Um, We are strictly digital that is uh, our company DNA and not growing plants
0: that's yeah. fascinating both that Germany decided that because obviously that's true right that they that they admitted that, Um, but I think for. Americans that are familiar with the cannabis industry, this is a wild concept, because we can't even go from California to Arizona with yeah. weed, right, let alone importing from Australia or Canada or whatever. I remember when this started, sort of the limited international trade, and I was like, that's insane. That's so cool that Germany decided to go that direction. Yeah. What does that mean for patience and eventual consumers are we talking about a price that's going to be higher than if it was cultivated there are we looking at very high import taxes kind of take me through the the benefits of that or or cons i suppose yeah
1: i mean first of all what is important to differentiate is that germany will legalize on a federal level that is something you don't have in the us of course yep. and that's why um, the fragmented market in the us is not very efficient to be honest So uh, that's what we don't want to do in Germany, right? We want federal legalization. We would be the first, the first country actually, who allows imports. into Germany also on a recreational basis, right? For for medical use, it is standard procedure in Germany, uh, but we would be the first country again to, to allow this. And um, we are in great talks right now in order to make that happen because there's also something new, right? Um, but I think it's strictly necessary because if we compare it for example to California or if we compare it to Canada, especially, um, Canada had big cultivators, publicly listed cultivators already in place before actually legalizing cannabis. So that is a completely different structure than we have in Germany. In Germany, with medical cultivation of 2.7 tons or 2.6 tons annually um, at max scale, right? um, We will not be able to supply the the recreational market. And that is essential in order to, to, again, drain the illicit market, right? Otherwise legalization doesn't make sense. So what I'm seeing, and when it comes to to prices, it is very, very important to allow exports, uh, imports, sorry, because cultivation in Germany is expensive, right? Uh, We see it in the medical market, of course, different framework, but nevertheless, it will be all the time, or you will never get to a price point um, to cultivate cannabis that you can compare to, for example, southern Europe. So that is obvious, right? Um, when it comes to tax structure, um, it is important to mention that Germany actually is very aware, and also politicians are very aware about um, the tax structure. For example, in, in California, and that's also what we're emphasizing uh, during the during the talks, because, like you know, I mean, you're located in in, in Cali. Seventy five percent of uh, the cannabis consumers still. Um, get their product from the illicit market which is not something what we want to have in Germany because that's not a successful uh, legalization right that is actually strengthening uh, the black market and not or the illicit market and not draining it right so that's something that's something we want to change in Germany that's why tax structure is also very important right now the tax structure is as follows Um, for the product, what you will um, buy in the dispensary, there's 60% for the dispensary, 40% tax. That is what we have right now. We are trying to lower it a little bit. And also the industry is fighting for that because of course you need some margin in the value chain. Otherwise it's not like you don't have an incentive as an entrepreneur uh, to open up dispensaries in Germany. And you need um, distribution channels all over Germany in order to get product to the
0: the, um, consumer. So in almost every market country that has legalized recreational, in the beginning, there has been a huge undersupply of cannabis. Do you anticipate that's going to happen? And is there enough weed out there to import, enough good weed to import into Germany?
1: I think it was not every single country. I think Canada had the opposite problem or issue right right? Uh, because uh, that is also a part of the equation is not only having supply but also having proper distribution channels in 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 place also e-commerce for example very important right also in germany because if you don't have e-commerce you have a concentrated um concentrated density of of uh, dispensaries in the in the big cities but you don't have it on the countryside so what you're doing you're just shifting the illicit market from the cities into the, into the uh, countryside, which is not something we want to have in Germany, right? So also distribution channels are very important. That's something what, what Canada missed out on at the beginning is too much biocracy, right? Also, um, Legalization was up to the different provinces, which is not something we want to do in Germany. We want a federal law and not different states in Germany regulating by themselves, right? Because then, for example, you will have two dispensaries in Bavaria because you know, so I mean that's that, that, that's super conservative in Bavaria, right? Um, also, also uh, the politics in Bavaria are very su- super conservative, and that's something we don't want to have. We want a federal law, which is also implemented in the different uh, states in Germany um, for the same purposes, right? And um, also um, what is important is that of course, we will have cultivation in Germany. I think there will be cultivation also for high price products, right? High quality products that could be, but that is something for a niche market, right? That is not to satisfy the mass market. So um, there is a lot of product out there, right? And there is also on the different kind of uh, regulations and also um, not strictly on medical standards. There are companies and there are also cultivators in Europe which have huge capacity, And we have 10 partners in our portfolio who actually can supply us. And we are ramping up capacity together with them because we know that when we open up 2024, we need to have product in Germany. And we want to be the company who has the product that actually satisfies the need of the customer. So, yes, you are right. Germany will not have cultivation capacity for 400 tons at the beginning, only the 7, 7.6 tons for the medical market, which is, of course, also medical cannabis, which needs to be supplied to patients and not to consumers. Also very important, patient, patients need to come first always. right? Um, but in Southern Europe and also in Canada, um, we have partners who are able to satisfy
0: this need, this need over time. So, how about quality? I mean, I know you said you're not necessarily looking for the super super high end. That's going to be a small percentage, but you're a guy that's looking at importing from all the different places that there are. Talk to me about quality. I mean, you've been in the US, you've been in California. What is are they competing? Canada, these other, you know, what looks good, what doesn't look good, I guess.
1: (laughs) I mean, not only supply is a is a is a key metrics in order to in order to have a successful legalization um, but also quality so don't get me wrong i'm not not um, crossing out quality out of the equation in order to satisfy the need Um, quality is also important and uh, that is what something what we have also in europe uh, right now and also especially in germany i mean we have the eu gmp uh, standards for medical cannabis which are the highest standards you can get right out there for medical products so we are very familiar with high-quality product and very familiar with with tough regulations, and that is something what um, will also be, of course, part of uh, the future sourcing what we will do, and we will keep an eye on the quality, of course. But it needs to be quality for an attractive pricing, right? That is important. Um, I think it's 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 sad that <laughs> you don't have um, federal legalization in the U.S. because I I think that California, especially has a strong uh, variety of genetics and also very great product, right? And I would be and um, brands, very interested in too.
0: Yeah.
1: actually to import product uh, from California. So um, I strongly recommend to the, to the US government that um, different states who have legalized uh, cannabis can also export product. But nevertheless, we see ourselves also as a hub Right. Uh, For the European market and for the German market, because Germany will also will will only be the, the beginning of legalization in Germany and will be a role model for other EU countries to 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 come up. So what we can do actually through our partners, we can cultivate on demand. Right. So that's something we thought of. We need strong strains, we need unique strains, uh, we need genetics which are, which which fit the need, right? And uh, that is something what we can find, for example, in the US. And what we can do is we can import seeds, for example, right? That is something you can export also out of California and we can cultivate them on demand together with our partners. So that is something what we see ourselves doing, right? Um, providing the infrastructure for US companies uh, for US cannabis companies in order to have access to the European market. And of course, also, I mean, Canada has also a lot of experience when it comes to cultivating cannabis and they can actually export. So, what I see is something like a trade union in the future, what could be uh, in place, right, what 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 we can see is a trade union between countries who have legalized cannabis, for example, now, Uruguay, um, Canada, and also, of course, then Germany, in order to exchange product, right, on a federal level, unfortunately not with a fragmented market like the US.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Um, you know, the thing that you mentioned about, you know, the US exporting in California and everything, of course, I believe that's true. Many, many license holders, many companies in other states do not want that to happen. And nobody really wants to talk about that. But they really, there is resistance towards federal legalization in the US because of that. Because if you own dispensaries in Michigan or Illinois or whatever, you don't want California weed in in your town, you know? So very, kind of very interesting how that's coming together. But um, well, I mean, as as, as, as the US... The country of free markets,
1: I don't think that and I think we all are a believer in in, in, in free markets, and I don't think that is as that an approach will I mean protection of different kinds of no it's of, bullshit of markets, yeah, it uh, will not work over time, right? It's so, bullshit, yeah,
0: it's bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um so just last week there was a pretty big announcement that Germany is getting very serious about uh, recreational legalization, and they're starting to interview experts and gather a lot of information. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: First of all, I mean, what is very interesting and also um, a little bit funny is that um, the ministry, the health ministry, actually um, told the public or told uh, the health ministry. um, No, again, can we cut this out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Again, so the the health ministry actually got advised by the Bundestag that they already had allocated, have allocated a budget of um, 1 million euro to actually do the announcement of legalization, right? And that is allocated for the end of this year for the first draft of the law. So basically they told him very German manner, right? And typically German. Basically they told him, guys, listen, we have 1 million NPR budget and uh, please don't, you know, delay the process because we have to get that budget spent by the end of the year. So that is funny actually to to, to, a little side side note on this. Also, what is interesting is that last week the government um, announced that 10 new federal positions uh, would be funded to uh, oversee the new market, which is upcoming. Uh, also great po- progress. Two of them will be at the B farm. The B farm is the narcotic agency um, of Germany, right? And the other age will be in the midi- uh, Ministry of Health. So we have 10 new positions within the government who are actually responsible also to guide the process uh, to legalization. And, of course, also great progress on the information gathering front of Mr. Blinat, who is responsible, actually, in in, in the health ministry to uh, implement the the, the legalization. Um, He just started to actually have the first hearings last week on on Tuesday. Um, Hearings are basically... Um, very important for him in in order to gather uh, information from experts. 200 experts are invited. Uh, We are also part through an association of us um, in these hearings and also, you know, guiding the process and um, and providing information, how we think that cannabis should be legalized in order to make it efficient. And there are five hearings in total. The first one, the first one is um, health and consumer protection. That was last week. Um, this week we will see protection of minors and prevention. Uh, next week is supply chains, ecological and economic issues. Um, fourth one is criminal liability control measures and licensing. And the fifth one, very important, also international experiences. Right? Uh, how did other countries actually legalize cannabis cool. and what worked out and what didn't work out. So very smart approach. Um, yeah. The hearings will be done uh, by the end of July. Right, uh, so information gathering phase will be done. And after that, that information will be part of actually drafting the law by the end of the year. So efficient process, um, exactly that, what I was always telling also in, in different kinds of inter- interviews to the public that we need experts, we need one table, a round table where everybody um, actually you know gives his opinion and gives his strategy. In order to make that successful, make legalization successful, because that's the main goal.
0: So you mentioned that you're all digital. Your company is Asset Light, which is genius. Um, how much confidence do you have in recreational cannabis that that will be allowed to continue? You know, delivery and online ordering and everything. Is there something being said about that already?
1: I mean, what is written down in the coalition agreement is that. Cannabis will be legalized for adult use through licensed shops. So that is something what is is written down by now. That is only one sentence. I know we don't have more information, but what we are seeing now also during the talks that there's a strong opinion on having e-commerce and having a delivery model allowed in Germany. Because like I told you before, otherwise it will not, will not be efficient, right? Um, you will have a legalized cannabis market within the big cities, but on the countryside, you will still have a illicit market. Mm-hmm. So we strongly recommend, and that's also part of our um, of our talks with politician and with uh, the stakeholders, is that we want a e-commerce model to be allowed within the, the recreational cannabis space in Germany. And I think uh, we are getting there and it's great progress on that side and I think it will be implemented.
0: Got it. Something you're still fighting for though, sounds like.
1: Yeah, we're still fighting for it, but the overall uh, opinion is very pro yeah. um, distribution through through online shops also.
0: Well, so far, no surprise, the German government, they've been doing it you know, very logically. So that would follow... That that mindset, right? I mean, especially if you're talking about real people that need cannabis, like patients, it's hard to get to the store, you know. And, and then by by delay by denying delivery, what are you really doing to the public? You know, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, um, other issues about tracking and police and everything that we've dealt with in California, but you guys could deal with all the all the same things. Um, mm-hmm. So tell me about the plan for the rest of Europe uh, from talking to you. You're half German, you're half Greek. Um, what's going oh, on? I'm in- a U.S.
1: citizen, by the way. You're so also US born is- in a U.S.
0: citizen. My at- mother
1: is born in New Jersey.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we won't hold that against her. <laughs> 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 Both my parents are from New Jersey. Um, right. So, yeah, what's going on in Greece with cannabis? Yeah, I mean, uh, Greece
1: is getting there. I I just uh, saw an announcement that uh, the first uh, cultivation facility, the first um, processing facility is up and running in Greece. So uh, we don't have partners in Greece by now, but of course, as half Greek, right? My father's from there. I I have a lot of family over there. That is also a market which we are looking at in order to have supply, right, to source supply, to source product. Um, But nevertheless, also when it comes to legalization, we have a lot of countries moving forward, we have discussions in Spain, we have discussions in Portugal, also the Netherlands are correcting their strategy over the last years, because if I always hear, or when I always hear people talking about the Netherlands being a role model for legalization, I completely disagree, because... Uh, what in the Netherlands happened is that you only legalized dispensary and actually buying cannabis in a dispensary, but the rest of the value chain was not legalized. So you actually strengthened the 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 black market uh, or the illicit market. Right? Uh, that is something what we don't have, we don't want to have in Germany. But also the Netherlands are are uh, doing steps in the right direction and also have pilot projects up and running um, in order to to legalize the whole value chain um I mean you heard about Luxembourg Luxembourg just announced that they will have a law in place this year in order to to have uh, cultivation um, in, in in Luxembourg not on a consumer, Um, consumer market level, right? Uh, But um, self-cultivation, so you can cultivate at home, that's the first step. After that, they want to legalize the whole value chain. Malta did it in the past, decriminalizing cannabis and also have home cultivation in place. Um, These are the first steps they're taking. I think everybody is looking at Germany right now and, you know, playing close attention what we are doing, because as a a country of 84 million inhabitants, which, by the way, will be the biggest domestic cannabis market in the world, right? Um, They want to see how actually Germany does it. That's why we feel a responsibility. And um, we are also, you know, very keen uh, to take that responsibility and make it effective and make the law effective and make it efficient in order to be a blueprint for other countries to follow.
0: What's the culture of cannabis like in Germany today? I I mean, do people want to buy from illicit places? Do you expect that they're going to want the sort of legal cannabis? Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, does the average German, are they in favor of cannabis? Are they willing to try it? Tell me a little bit about the culture.
1: I mean, in Germany, we estimate that we have around 4.5 million cannabis consumers, I think it will. It's 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 way more uh, yeah. to be, be honest. That's just the public figures, um, but the German the German um, society and also the German public is willing to legalize cannabis. Right? Um, uh, we saw that in the election. Otherwise, you would not have the parties in the government what we have now and being responsible for that legalization. So there is a strong movement within the society in order to 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 legalize cannabis, and we also have a strong cannabis culture in germany on the um on the illicit market right um cannabis is consumed in germany if you look at places like berlin for example you see cannabis everywhere right you think it is legal in, in berlin right uh, everybody smokes uh, cannabis on the streets right there's nothing like a specific uh, to it and there's also the, the police not really looking at it so that is something what you see in Berlin of course in Bavaria you get arrested immediately so um, that is something that is something different but we still have a strong opinion and I think also a a, a strong a, a strong base in within the society which wants the legalization and I mean it's time right it's time I think it's not only time in Germany it's time legalize cannabis all over the world because um, we know that prohibition uh, was something what didn't work out right and um we we saw that uh, in in the us we saw that in canada and uh, you know having lawsuits against cannabis consumers is not something what we want to do as a society and it's also something what is very expensive um over over time so that is something um, what we want to get rid of, and it's completely right, and it's completely correct that we that we go this route, right?
0: Agreed. Um, how about you? Clearly a very smart guy. You could do a lot of Thank things you. in the world. Why cannabis? was
1: not was not at the beginning, it was not about the product itself, right? Um like I've told you, my mother's born in New Jersey. I have family in California, San Diego um so i saw the cannabis industry developing over there right in in, in cali uh, first of all medic first of course uh, medical market and after that legalization and i'm actually one of the first in germany who who started in the in the cannabis industry back in 2017 even before it was completely legalized for medical use so very early mover one of the pioneers in germany one of the few pioneers one of the first to sold a gram medical cannabis in germany that's because I have this US roots and I saw that market development and I told myself when that ever happens in Germany, I wanna be part of it, right? And uh, that's what I did. So when it comes to cannabis consumption, I'm not somebody who consumes on a, on a regular basis, basis, right? I'm also patient. Um, when you are working as an entrepreneur, uh, like 16 hour shifts, right? Uh, I think it's better. Um, to to consume to consume cannabis and and, and not you know um, and not drinking like three four um, uh, glasses of wine right uh, it's better for your health and it's better for your sleep and that's something what makes you more efficient so that is something what I what I think uh, cannabis is also working for me right um, but nevertheless first of all not product related um, after that I saw how many patients actually you know. Um, get an increase in in their... Can we do that again? The whole question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so clearly you're a very smart guy, could do a lot of things in the world. Thank you very why, much. Why cannabis?
1: So uh, like I've told you, my mother's born in, in in New Jersey in the US. I have family in San Diego and I saw the medical cannabis market developing in San Diego. Um, and also of course all over california first of all um for the for the medical market and then after that of course for the recreational market and um, as one of the first in germany who started that business I, I i thought to myself that back in 2016 actually that when that legalization for medical use ever happens in, in germany i will be a part of it So um, being there, doing it um, at the beginning of 2017, distributing as one of the first medical cannabis to patients in Germany, I saw very quickly that it helps people, right? And then something what was needed uh, within the society and also within the, the medical space And that was something what got me even more convinced that it's not only an attractive market, but it's also something what you can help people with, right? And what is better than than actually uh, making money and helping people, right? Um, That's the best. Very, very cool. Yes, right? So um, that's why I'm still very, very... Uh, you know, proud to being part of that industry, helping people, and also making consumer cannabis consumer lives easier in the future in the recreational market.
0: What did your friends say? What did your parents say when you started doing this? Great question,
1: uh, Brennan. Um, First of all, I told my my father about it. Um, Back in 2016, I told him, um, listen, dad, I want to go into the cannabis industry. And I think that's that's a very promising market. And I mean, when a whole industry opens up, it's a huge op- opportunity for entrepreneurs. Um, after my bachelor's and master's degrees, I, I decided never to work for somebody. So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and that was a big opportunity for me. And my my dad actually told, told me, how should I communicate this to your mother, right? Uh, you have studied, right? So why, why do you do cannabis now? Uh, what is this? Um, but I mean, after a while, and especially nowadays, right? Nowadays, it's 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 a very famous topic. Right? Yes, yeah, sure. uh, in um, in in Germany and also all over the world, um, people know what it's about. People know that it's efficient for medical use, and people know that it's not, you know, the devil's drug. Everybody claimed it to be in the, in the past. So after a while, they understood it, and they saw what how how much fun I had, right? And um, they saw how many. People we actually help, and how many patients we help, and today they're very proud about uh, what I'm what I'm doing, and yes. on every party also um, together with friends if you tell people I'm in the cannabis industry, it's way more interesting than being in an investment bank or a consultant, right?
0: Yes, yes. Oh, when I started, same thing, it was so interesting, you know, 2015, 2016, whatever. Now it's like, oh, well, whatever. I might as well, you know, make wheat or something. Nobody gives a shit, like tortillas, (laughs) I don't know, whatever. Um, If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing, you think? Definitely
1: being an entrepreneur definitely definitely being doing uh, something what changes the the world for the better because that is something what is important for me uh, in order to keep working on a topic right i think it would be something with um helping cleaning the oceans or something like that because uh, i think uh, that is also something what i want to do in the future because i I love the ocean. I'm an ocean child. I was you know, uh, I, I could I was able to swim before I could walk, right? Um, so that I think that would be something i I would be doing right now if, if it was what if there was no cannabis industry.
0: yeah, you should check out a company they were on the show a couple months ago called Seaweed Naturals, and it's the mm-hmm. grandson of Jacques Cousteau. Um, nice started it so you know obviously big oceanography background and they're using cannabis and seaweed together like the algae really interesting really yeah yeah. nice. i will take a look at it brendan yeah you'll have to check that out yeah um well i think that's a good place to start to wrap up man this has been fantastic thank you so much for teaching us all about germany man and all the things that the u.s could learn from them jesus (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I mean,
1: uh, we are working on it, um, doing 16 hour shifts right now in order to get this done, right? And I hope that that Germany will be a role model for the rest of the world for cannabis legalization because it's about time.
0: It sure is. It sure is. Well said. All right, man. Well, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. And uh, maybe I'll see you in Mykonos. We'll have a little uh, party. Is there any weed in, in Mykonos? Can you get weed there?
1: not le- there's no legal weed in, yeah, no, legal. Know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah
0: definitely yeah. <laughs> i'm going to israel though so i might get some uh some legal weed in israel we'll see yeah
1: yeah israel israel also is uh, one of a very very advanced market when it comes to to
0: cannabis very advanced they have a cookies they have cookies now yeah. i think it just opened up
1: it yeah. just opened up right
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i had uh, the ceo of intercure on um I don't know. Nice. A couple of months ago or whatever. That's the biggest one in in Israel. All right, man. Such a pleasure. Thank you again. Thanks, Brendan.